0: Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely, and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. And also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, hormone harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code magic at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you.
1: You know, then one day though, I, I felt like life kind of kicked me to the curb and was like, no, no more of this. You're not the wind beneath someone's wings. Like you're the eagle. Oh, I have wings. Oh my God, what about my wings? I've just been clipping them. Like, okay, I guess I'm gonna try flying now. And that's when I became my own business and doing coaching and healing. And I'm still terrified sometimes. My ego is like, we don't need the industry anymore. We don't need to be this or that to this or that person to be worthy.
0: Now let the magic begin. Hello, hello, and jai ma, jai ma, it's Raquel. Happy Magic Monday. Welcome to the Your Own Magic Podcast, a soul-expanding and mind-altering podcast. This episode was so fun. You will hear it in my voice, my stuffy voice, because at this time... I was still getting over a cold, so first of all, let me preface it by apologizing for the stuffiness. But this episode is a very special episode I recorded with my friend Brittany Lee. You can find her Instagram at brittyscentxo. She talks about why she chose the name Brittyscent actually back when she was 15 years old and now she's 32, but back when she was a myspace famous scene kid and that's how that's who i remember her as oh my gosh that's so crazy to think that she was one of the first social media famous people and then she became a tour manager for a bunch of different scene bands and however she always had this side to her where she just felt so deeply connected with the universe so we talk a lot about our past her past and also how she was able to manifest a lot of amazing experiences in her life she recognizes the reasoning now is because she didn't really have subconscious blocks when it came to manifesting very powerful experiences it's funny when we reflect back on the why we experience what we experience in life and when you begin to understand more of this universe or just witness patterns and what others experience you recognize why something may have happened for you in life and so we did a lot of reflecting along with talking about she had been surrounded by people that were very known we don't really mention many names but I've always honored her for stepping outside of someone's wing and beginning to thrive in her own lane because she knew that was best for her. And I just so honor that when people step outside of being part of One Shadow, which is something that I'm very familiar with. That was a repeated pattern in my life as well. And so I wanted to honor her for that, and we talk about that experience along with her slowing down her divine masculine and stepping into a balancing act of the divine feminine and masculine and i'm the exact opposite where i feel like i might sometimes lean way more in my divine feminine and, and so i reciprocated her fun fiery energy when she came on the podcast and she even, there was even a moment where she shape-shifted into a native american ma- male yeah i watched another shape-shifting or had another shape-shifting moment it's wild when i just deeply engage with some people and they just tend to transform and this is what the fourth time or something that I've witnessed it and it's the coolest experience to see. I also could be hallucinating, who knows, but It was interesting that she shapeshifted into a Native American male and it turns out she happens to have a guide she communicates with who's a Native American male. And I was like, oh. It happened one other time on this podcast, the Charlie Rocket episode, which I highly recommend. It's one of my favorite episodes of Euromagic of all time. But in this episode, I had another moment where... I witnessed a shape-shifting moment. It was crazy. But then I did look back at the video and I didn't see it on the video. So I just witnessed it in that moment. Like I said, I could have been hallucinating, but it is a very interesting connection to know that she also happens to have a Native American guide, which is something that I did not know. There's also towards the very end, the tail end, she talks briefly about why she's no longer vegan. She had been vegan from the ages of 14 to 32. And for my fellow vegans, I always listen to people's experiences with an open heart. You can skip through it if you want to, but I love to stand in a space of no judgment. I don't know personally their experience without listening. She had a lot of beautiful perspectives when it came to her recent transition as of like a month ago after 18 years of being vegan so I definitely felt very called to just listen with that open space and but I wanted to offer a trigger warning for people that I know may need it and if you are open indeed consider just listening with an open heart and an open mind and then practice the art of discernment to decide for yourself what resonates and what doesn't resonate for you. That's what I've been doing even when I'm told otherwise when it comes to something or a shaman might share something or a channeler might share something no matter what I'm always standing in my own power by practicing the art of discernment for all things and it's a beautiful practice for our human experience at all times. But this was such a fun episode to just chat about, catch up with her. She is a transformational coach. If you feel connected with her, perhaps reach out and maybe you two can connect and she could coach you in some way. She's so good with business. She's like on it. Anyway, she also just started a podcast called Think Outside and I was recently on it. She even has it on her Instagram live if you want to check that out. That was fun to connect with her. And yeah, you'll just hear, you'll just hear two friends catching up. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics, as in C-A-U-S-E. I think that's so important to emphasize because it's not just like makeup cosmetics, but it's a cosmetic line that happens to support a cause. And also a brand new sponsor who I'm really excited about because I've been using them since college. And now they're sponsoring the podcast, which is amazing. And they're Grammarly. If you're a writer, a blogger, or you send a lot of emails, especially professional emails or whatever it is, Grammarly may be your new favorite app. More on that later on in this episode. And thank you, everybody, for understanding why I am not doing the exclusive content until after Mercury Retrograde turns direct, (laughs) so it's over. And so I'll likely have another episode later this week, Thursday or Friday. And thank you for the love, sending the love in the reviews. They always mean the absolute world to me, make my day, or just sending... A message of hello in whatever way so I hope that this message in this episode connects with you in some way shape or form I know it will Brittany is she's such a wonderful human a wonderful woman with a capital W and it's super cool to have someone on that you've known for over a decade now I've only had about four other three other people on that I've known for a long time so This is a very special, special episode (laughs) for my heart. All of that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Brittany Lee. All right. (laughs) Oh, my mic is way far away. Here we go. Can you hear me better? Yes. Oh my God. My mic was literally pointed. It was all the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> <That> way. <laughs> I love that. I'll have you send me that link to that mic too. Cause I need to get a new one. Yeah. Blue Yeti. Anyway, Brittany, we started talking yeah. two hours and 10 minutes ago because we just did her podcast. But before we even did her podcast for an hour and a half, holy shit. It's been longer than that. No, it's been two hours. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. 12. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, I mean, we're good. I'm good at math. Um, <laughs> there's a reason why we're doing this. And then we jumped onto her podcast for a bit. And then we decided to have another half an hour conversation. And now <laughs> Oh, God, I love I'm going it. to link her...
1: catching up. So it's fine.
0: It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Well, first, what lights you up most in the season of your life?
1: Ooh, what lights me up most in this season of my life? Hmm. Good food, rest, and transparency. Amen. Yeah, you know, I had to really, I want to always think about that because you go so quick to think just career or like, you know, you said it's a season and that's truly it. Good food, rest, and... Transparency.
0: (laughs) Held up. This is an audio podcast. You just held up the Think and Grow Rich book, which, by the way, if you have not read, I've I haven't read that for like five years, but it's one of the, the most. It was one of the catalysts of my entire, quote unquote, awakening because it really taught me a lot about. Well, you know, there's a lot more to work with when it comes to the energetics of money and whatever else you want that goes beyond the physical that's mm-hmm. basically what it shares and having a burning desire for something but there are things that i wish that it shared that i had to find out myself the hard way for example what we were just talking about matching your worth with it but you've manifested a lot maybe consciously or unconsciously so i remember Brittany in 2010 <sighs> and i remember being introduced to you about our introduced to your profile before i even met you from our friend Teresa. And she was like, Britney was MySpace famous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay. yep, here we go.
0: <laughs> this is something I want to honor about you is that No matter what other people are doing or where you feel like you need to be, you always are honoring yourself and what you want and your rhythm. That is something to be honored given everything you've gone through in your life. (laughs) Is she going to cry? She might.
1: (laughs) Thank you. That's so sweet. And it's hilarious because... The MySpace thing, it's like you want to laugh and be giggly about it. But, like, I was – I'm so proud of that because it changed my life. Like, it truly opened up my mind to community and what social media is and the effects and the power of social media. And little did I know it was preparing me for my future. And I've kept my name from MySpace. That's why I refused to change it. Like, at any point, I could have changed to, like, Brittany Lee Coaching or Brittany Lee whatever the hell, you know. It's like I've kept Brittany Cent XO because when I was 15 at the peak of my MySpace career, someone came into my stick cam, which was another site that we used to make sure fake people on MySpace were the real deal. You'd get to talk to them in person and we'd have millions of people watching us. And, you know, I got a guy came on there and he was like, Oh my God, pretty. That's kind of like fitty. And little did you know, I was obsessed with Curtis Jackson. Jackson <laughs> and um, he was like, that's like, that's like Britty scent, Fitty sent." And I was like, You're a genius. And so at that point, I was poking fun at other people changing their MySpace names all the time. So I changed mine. It was a hit. Everyone was like, I love it. This is great. Changed back the next day. I was like, whatever. So many people wrote to me and were like, keep it. We miss that. Still to this day, people have me as Britty Scent in their phone. It became a whole thing. When I did music journalism, it was like, oh, Britty Scent. Like people knew who I was as Britty Scent. And, like, some people think it says Centro, which is interesting, too, because people think that's my last name. And then I have to tell them, no, that's <laughs> it's my MySpace name after 50 Cent. So that's what's funny. And then I ended up manifesting an experience with 50 Cent in the studio. Stop. And yeah, so I was manifesting it that whole time. That was one of my greatest Manifestations of life, and I had to share because it's all because of my space.
0: <laughs> oh, what you were very much in the world, which was a world that I just loved from afar. The emo, warp tour, everything like punk rock bands. I, I was very jealous and envious that you were friends with all of the big bands and all of the, the guys I had crushes on. <laughs> but you were very much in that world, and I didn't even think I would bring this up. But it's funny how the flow goes. <laughs> scene kid (laughs) (laughs) how did that manifest and then how did you realize like oh well you know I like this but perhaps sticking with this path is not for me
1: okay so being a scene emo kid is what really my I think my shadow self was at a young age I started accepting my shadow and like really incorporating my shadow self and I think Emo stands for emotional, and scene is like being a part of the scene. Like, and then there's hardcore kids. It was titles. We were starting to create like clicks, but I wasn't into that in school. So I found this realm where I'm like, I love music so much. And I started doing music journalism at 15, started my own business with some friends, and it grew really big. And that's how I ended up getting to shows and getting passes, and I became known for the fun interview because I would do this I would just talk to them and I'd be like um when did your album come out and they'd say something cool and then I'd be like how did the band get formed like it was like <laughs> oh sick like what are your like guilty habits or like what are your you know and we, we would have fun and they would talk for an hour and a half and we're like oh my god I forgot we're doing an interview I was we hanging out and I was like exactly and so that's what led me to then being friends with them like do you want to just like stay hanging out like you're cool like you're actually cool and you're fun and I was like yeah dude that's sick and so then I started tour managing one thing leads to another end up in LA love the weather realize that do music journalism there. all different gigs this is where I met you and you know flowing through life like I kind of sadly it was a hard world to make it in as a female and I had a lot of threats for blackmailing and no one really knows that um and they were basically like if you don't do this, then you're never going to get a tour again. And, or you're too hot and you're too much of a risk for us. Or my girlfriends don't want you there because you're cute. And you know, they don't trust me with you. And I'm like, trust you with me. It's up to me to say yes. Like, I don't give a shit if you love me or not. Like, it's not like a one-way street here. So basically because I was too pretty, Mm. um, I was too much of a risk on the road. So they told me, I can't go back on the road. So I had, I just kind of was heartbroken and, you know and then that ended up getting me to realize that that was a beautiful chapter. At one point my dream was to be a tour manager and I did it. I did it and I did it for a long time. Breathe Carolina. Multiple I didn't tour manage them but I did yeah. I did tour manage a few bands and then I was on tours with them. But Ooh, it's just yes. so funny Sleeping with Sirens is a band. Shout out to them. Um, The first band I ever officially tour managed on a nationwide tour is like a hired tour manager. So that was really special. And what it really did was teach me my strengths, teach me how to nomad. My inner gypsy got to come out, which is like the main areas that I'm ruled over. And I think through that, though, a lot of my darkness was accepted. A lot of my pain was um, maybe even trauma bonding was within there with all of us. Like, who knows? I didn't Everybody in the scene world, at least the people I connected with in that space yeah I had no idea I this is me addressing it now to you but I didn't know what it was I just felt I felt seen literally actually (laughs) seen in it and I was seen so I just think I found my community I found my people and from that I was starting to understand what authenticity is I was the kind of I look different than everyone in my high school. And that was okay with me. I didn't care. And so I think from there, it just led the way. And one thing turns into another and you find yourself where you're at today. And it's just like, it's a long unraveling. And that could take six years to explain. But I think it was a massive, massive chapter in me realizing my manifestation skills. Because I would say, who do I want to manifest this week? And my friends started seeing this and they were like, this is crazy. And I'm like, pick someone you don't think I can manifest. And they're like, all right, let's do Ryan Gosling. I'm like, okay. And so I would change someone's name to Ryan Gosling in my phone. So that every time they texted me, I would see, how are you? How have you been? Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling in my subconscious. Six days later, you guys, Ryan Gosling is in the building. No way. I go wait for it I know when he'll be in I know when he's going to be in the lobby part again and they're like how and my friend was like just trust her we go down Bing. hi hi Ryan this is crazy we work upstairs we just wanted to see if we get a little word from you from our for our website oh yeah absolutely and my friends are just like and I was just loving it because I'm like hi this is life it's a place to play and I had already believed in that by then because of tour where I'm like I wanted to be the girl in the van with all the boys that I thought were cute never slept with them but was able to be respected and be around my people and around music every day and get paid to be there and get paid to see the world and I did it and like they started realizing that and that just led me to here.
0: Story is a fascinating. Oh my God. <laughs> is that, is that one of the first times you did you understand how manifestation worked before you really stepped into becoming more conscious about sharing some spiritual wisdom or knowledge? I think I just knew I could get whatever I wanted. I was an only child and I wasn't spoiled,
1: but I found a way even through living in the projects and having nothing and like having a single mom who was really young when she had me, somehow I always had all the things everyone wanted and they couldn't fathom it. And I'd share it with people. And I started realizing just like in the secret, how they say like the little kid wants the bike and the bike happens. So their subconscious believes that whatever you want will happen as long as you imagine it and have that deep passion and desire. You know, little did I know that was really just me manifesting that life. Mm -hmm. And it started happening more and more with like childhood dreams like it was very much the entertainment industry like i loved this band dream street ended up randomly winning tickets getting to see them somehow the power went out and i ran up to the front of the stage and the one i loved put his mood ring on my finger and sang to me without the microphone and like stuff like that where i tell people and they're like that doesn't happen to people but it cuz like in my mind i was like yes it does and so i think i've always i've never had a blockage around receiving with that, like with manifestation, because my mom always found a way for me to live the life I wanted. So it's my mom, I feel. It wasn't with money, though, because those are all experiences right, yeah. and feelings. So I think
0: there was no blockage around it. What's interesting is actually one of the hardest things where a lot of even manifestation teachers have a hard time. In fact, some of them don't even believe that it's possible, is manifesting the presence of a human because that's interfering with their free will, they say, because they're just trying to figure it out, like, why is this not a thing? But apparently it's possible.
1: Yes. I just wanted the feeling. I just wanted to feel connected and I wanted to feel the power of acceptance. And I think because I felt so abandoned in life that that's what lit me up. I didn't even understand that they were better than me or they were powerful or it wasn't some form of like, I want what they have. It was like, I'm drawn to you. But I know we're equals. I know that we can have a moment together because you're not any better than me and I'm no less than you. We're just two people. And I think I like knew that as a kid. I saw past the barrier of celebrity. And that's why it's led me. It's so funny because I never talk about celebrity names. It just feels Mm -hmm. like this is meant to be to show manifestation and like the entertainment industry and how manifestation can work in that sense. And I've always felt like they trusted me just as much as I... Saw They saw me, and I saw them, though. Yeah. I didn't see Dream Street. I saw dudes that were in Dream Street that were my age doing something that made them happy, mm. and that's what lit me up.
0: Oh, one thing I know about you is that you've been close with some major celebrities that also may have – it's interesting. I feel like you left there for whatever reason on your own terms, um, decided to walk away and you probably didn't realize it at the time but it was almost like because you want to stay with a certain in a certain vibration it's funny I noticed that just somebody that observes especially somebody who loves like YouTube I noticed you walked away around the time certain drama would happen with people mm-hmm. and yeah. it's really interesting how stuff like that manifests is like keeping your world at a certain ease even oh. if you have a lot of chaos and trauma and whatever Simultaneously, you walk away from toxicity because you know your worth. Isn't that so
1: wild, whether you even want it to be gone or not? People, places, things, and environments kind of disperse and almost force you out of the equation if you're no longer a vibrational match. And that doesn't mean anyone's right or wrong. It's just, I do find that interesting that like the industry, as I thought it was, like I was always trying to be the wind beneath people's wings because I didn't actually fully believe in myself. And I think that's what's so beautiful is I saw something in them and I just wanted them to be loved. I just wanted these big, powerful people to be loved because I knew how alone I felt sometimes. And I imagined that I was seeing through intuitively that like, if you're saying these lyrics and writing these words, and I resonate that deeply, like you also sit in your room and feel that too. So like, I wanna see you, I wanna see you. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to intimately connect from the heart space. And I think that's what happened in the interviews is i watched them unravel and watch them come to life. And through that, they felt so comfortable and they were like, oh my God, like I love her, you know? And I was like, and I love you. And so we became one. And I think that's all I've ever wanted was to allow people to not feel alone and get to step off the pedestal and just be a person and be accepted and loved and safe in that. And through me doing that, I was doing my worth and like, or doing my karmic lesson that I came here to do. And I was in my power in those moments. And, you know, then one day though, I I felt like life kind of kicked me to the curb and was like, no, no more of this. You're not the wind beneath someone's wings. Like you're the eagle. Yeah. Like. Oh, I have wings. Oh my god, what about my wings? I've just been clipping them. Like okay, I guess I'm going to try flying now, and that's when I became my own business and doing coaching and healing and I'm like still terrified sometimes, but it's like my ego is like we don't need the industry anymore. And you don't need to be this or that to this or that person to be
0: worthy. Amen. You are your own eagle. We have a new special sponsor, Grammar Lee who, by the way, I sought out because I've been using Grammarly since my college days. Remember, I graduated back in 2014. It has been a huge tool in helping me write emails and, back in the day, college essays more effectively. But today, it not only still helps me out with emails, but also and this is a big one but my book that i'm currently writing i'm working with a publisher but no i'm not setting a deadline i'm not good with deadlines however i do feel more confident with my writing and i really do want to give partial credit to grammarly and this is genuine i know that they're my sponsor but i genuinely want to give partial credit to grammarly for helping me become a better writer. They catch many spelling mistakes and redundancies in what I tend to write. I need a tool like this for communication now too. Anyway, Grammarly Premium is my absolute favorite as it gives you real-time feedback and insights to help you elevate your writing through tone, word choice, clarity, and so much more. Yeah, word choice. So it will suggest another word option for you that might be more effective. Absolutely amazing. That way we can avoid overused words and cut out the bland words, the boring words, spice things up a little bit, which I deeply appreciate. Plus it has clarity suggestions. So this is a feature that makes your sentences clearer and more concise and more crisp by cutting out the noise, the unnecessary words that we often use. And I know for a fact I have a handful of words that I overuse. You probably hear these handful of words in the podcast. So again, I cannot recommend this tool enough. I wanted to have Grammarly as a sponsor because I've been using it for eight years. Wow, that is a long time, okay? So I've been using Grammarly for quite a minute and now I'm so happy to offer you 20% off Grammarly Premium when you go to grammarly.com slash magic. So elevate your writing with Grammarly Premium at Grammarly, ycom slash magic. That's the URL, grammarly.com magic for 20% off your purchase and help build your skill as a writer. You know, we all have patterns in life and this was a pattern that I had to break for myself. Whether it was the universe that forced me into breaking it or I consciously decided to, you know, step in and break it myself. And it's happened a few times. And all of us deserve and are the eagle. It just takes that time to... Actually, allow your wings to spread and fly away from whatever you feel like you might be chained by, even if it's an illusion, because no one really is binding you. No one's pointing mm-hmm. a gun. Well, usually, no one's pointing a gun to your hand and stay. <sighs> you can walk away, even if it feels like walking away means you'd lose a certain privilege, a certain glamorous life, a certain financial state. In fact, the most rewarding thing would be to step into something for you. And that also doesn't necessarily mean everybody needs to be a business owner. Cause some people, I remember it was Gary Vee that said, you know, deep down you're best at being second chair and you're best at helping a business grow, you know or you love assisting somebody that's doing cause you're still a part of that environment together. But if, if you're in an environment where somebody's placing themselves on a pedestal above you that's where you must witness. Now let's say somebody is a boss but you feel equal to them even in the creation of that. I think that there's something so powerful about that because we do need communities and we do need businesses to form together. Even if there is a quote unquote leader and that person that's second chair is still an Eagle. They're still flying free and helping the business flow. There are people that just feel like they want to have their own business. And then there are people that start their own business, but they realize, you know what, this is not as freeing as I thought it would be. And I would actually probably be doing better if I were helping someone else. Oh, I'm so glad you said
1: that. Cause that's so important. And the more we get to know ourselves on a deep level, we understand like, are we answering our soul's calling? What have we really come here to do? Like, what deeply do I desire? Is it holding space for others? Is it, you know, this side of the other thing? And then realizing like, well, what is an alignment in terms of my role in my career, in my relationships as a fa- father, or mother, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter, like, am I aligning those core values and, and, you know, soul purpose within all of the things that I have in the human part of me and my human life? And, you know that's that's really it because at the end of the day yeah I'm, I'm running my own business but that's just because i want to be free and i needed to nomad and i need to be able to go whenever i want but i also have been called lately to really co-facilitate that's why i think i love doing the podcasts that's why i love co-hosting events that's why i love you know operating with a with co-facilitators retreats all of that because it's not i'm not just meant to even just be like Gary Vee, how he's just this like empire and it kind of all revolves around him. I'm sure. And he does all those other things too, but I'm also not necessarily caring if it's just like mostly my thing. I like love to just co-create too. So yeah. I'm, open. I'm open to it all. I just needed freedom. I needed to not give my power away.
0: Yes. Don't give your power away. Well, that's the beauty about people like Gary V. is that Gary V. the people that work for him, in a sense, feel like they're working with him and that they're part of that name too. It's all an engine together. That yes. they, I love that. Yeah, that is a healthy work environment, a healthy team, collaborative team. Gary says, you wouldn't even want to be the one in my shoes because I'm the one that has to call certain shots that are really hard to make, you oh, know, yep. and I, I totally understand that. That's
1: what I mean. I'm like, wow, God bless him. Cause I don't even know if maybe I will one day as things grow, but I'm like, I don't even know if I could handle that role. Like, like
0: like, How do you do it, sir? Like, Oh my God, God bless you. It It is a gift. He has a skill, a gift indeed. I even have a hard time. I'm not the most business minded and you even, okay. I need to read this message that you wrote me on IG when I was like any other messaging aside from tarot and coaching, which we I guess, aren't even going to talk about, which is totally fine. <laughs> but... <Literally. laughs> going with flow. That's what it's about. It's also whatever's divinely guided. We might yeah. end up getting into a little bit of tarot. We'll see. Yeah, but I got You right here. Did me- but for whatever reason, this is the messaging that other people need to hear, I feel. So you wrote me, um, I'd say a big thing for me has been trusting the flow. <laughs> there you go. Slowing down my divine masculine of doing. <gasps> when it doesn't feel charged up and being open to receive without control or force. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And the wounds and self-limiting beliefs that try to stop that like scarcity, low self-worth, fear, abandonment, all has been happening lately after months of super success financially. And now I've shifted seasons. It's the truth. Yeah. At a time when I feel I need money the most so this is a lot there the flow that we started talking about and I was like oh my gosh this is like she shared this is a huge messaging for you and it's a messaging that a lot of people feel
1: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's really something like the more I learn about divine feminine and masculine within all of us is you know we embody we we have divine feminine and masculine a lot of people are like can you have divine feminine If you're a man i'm like it's the energies within you it's almost like alchemy and chemistry more so than anything um and a lot of us so there's the collective divine feminine the collective divine masculine and the divine masculine has been so wounded and that's why it's been running the ship because we wouldn't have a lot of the things happening in society if the divine masculine in all were healed. So what we see coming up, just like we see the collective shadow, that's also like representations of wounds around the divine masculine and feminine. So the divine feminine hasn't been able to receive the divine feminine is all about receiving and the divine masculine is about holding space and more of like the doing and like the, you know, protection for the divine feminine to receive. And so I feel like, again, I'm so good at doing, that's why I found all those jobs where I could do, 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 And they would receive, they were like, I'm so rich. I can do, I can take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Bars, 10 houses. Great. And I'm like, Oh my God. Whoa. So I, I, I had low self-worth and a d- wounded divine, both really, but I, I I didn't understand how to receive. So, you know, now I'm like, ooh, I get it. Now I'm so hyper aware when something's coming up and I'm preventing myself from receiving what I should be receiving because of fear, because of abandonment, because of lack. And so that's where mani- uh, manifestation gets interesting because it's not just about, I want a bike. It's like, okay. But like, what vibration are you at can you even receive the bike right now or do you actually not believe you're you're able to receive that bike because maybe there's a party that just doesn't think you're worthy Mm -hmm. and like that's crazy and that's kind of where I've been and that's where we said the seasons come into play some seasons are amplifying a lesson and then after that you'll have the other
0: thing that happens yes you need the lesson you need that (sighs) space that may feel dark remember that there's nothing wrong with the moment of dark because that's neither good or bad it really just is as a lesson that ultimately leads to something that likely is exactly what you are calling in and Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to know we talked about this on your podcast too wherever we're at right now it really is only temporary it's a season of our life and whatever lessons we're learning now we really will and I trust whoever's listening you will end up overcoming you will end up conquering prevailing whatever it is and no matter if it's the scenic route, the long road, or a shorter route, it doesn't matter. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to come. It's likely actually not going to come the way you initially envisioned it. It's probably going to be even better and more aligned with whatever you feel your soul, your karmic purposes. And you might be reading into whether it's Akashic records or through astrology reading or whatever it is, you might be, you know, seeking externally for whatever it is your soul wants to do, receive that validation, and you'll likely find it. But you'll also, indeed, no matter what. Find it within. Mm,
1: I love that. I've been realizing that so much, the collective lesson of, you know, I had a message come through the other day. It was like, the less I seek, the more I find myself. Mm. And I like, wow, that's really sweet. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's so simple. But to seek really is the doing. And I think the being is more so what is important to me right now is, you know, to-do lists. It's like to-be lists. And, you know, to-do list, success list. Like that's something my coach taught me. It's just like, you're not rewarding yourself. You're just go, 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 go. Like you can't expect your car to take you on a road trip without getting the tires rotated every once in a while, getting an oil change or putting gas in the car. Mm -hmm. That's the receiving, like, you know, a car needs to receive in order to put out. And we get that so easily. But when it comes to ourselves, we have shame around sleeping. It's like, oh, well, the early bird gets the worm. It's like, yeah, if that's what the kind of worms you need to eat to survive. But the same bird that has to wake up to get the worm isn't a hawk. So like maybe the hawk is the one that stays in the tree for a while when all the other birds are getting the worms because they know the other critters won't come out that they want to eat. So it's like just being aware that like those terms are such old programming and they only work for certain people. Like, you know, we, we have to listen to our bodies. Like we were saying intuitive healing, intuitive, intuitive eating, and just mindfulness, like really understanding you're your own Cosmo, like your own little bit of the Cosmos within you. And we have different weather, we have different temperatures and moods and needs and the less we, we try to compare and be a part of the one in terms of what we love and need and more just the one of energy and happiness and joy. Like you just, it becomes more simple to just listen to your soul and your gut and your body. Mm.
0: <sighs> Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are other ways in which you listen within? Ooh-hoo.
1: Well, sometimes there's actual voices that I can hear right not so nice to me and I feel sad and I feel like I'm scolding a cute little child that's just lost and sad and confused and then there's other times where I'm nice to that inner child and I'm like I love you I'm so sorry like when I'm going through anxiety attacks and stuff I try to just like squeeze myself and be like I love you like you know in between thinking like I hate this or like, I want this to stop. Why me? Like in like dark stuff will be coming through. And now I try to just at least be the mom that maybe can't take the pain away, but at least can console the child. And I'm trying to, I am doing that more. And so that's me listening um, to both ends of my higher self and my wounded self and my inner child and my current self. And then it's also, what do I want to eat? I used to think I had to be vegan in order to be high vibration. Mm. And I used to think that if I, you know, if I eat fish or if I eat, I never ate bison until recently. And I realized that like, I'm, my blood type actually doesn't support the type of eating that I've been been eating. And a lot of people, this is such a like, heavy topic and I get that I'm not to feel like I went about to turn before a lot of people did but I did I was 14 I just woke
0: up and was like this that's it at 14 and, yeah which yeah. by the way you and Teresa were definitely two of the first vegans I ever met back in 2010 and in my mind back in 2010 I was like y'all are crazy and you are missing out on this in and out what the <laughs> hell are you doing to yourself
1: and that's because it was also cool to be like a scene emo kid who was vegan. Because you're basically exactly. saying, I'm emotional. I have feelings. I understand what matters. I actually connect to other people's feelings, including animals. Like I'm sensitive. Right. So during that awakening and high levels of sensitivity, I was actually aware of what was being put in my body. also think it was some conditioning around wanting to fit in. Ooh. So I- That was a major part of it at that age is like, if that's cool and we have a low key survival mechanism in our mind that we think keeps us alive if we're in
0: community, you know, that was maybe part of it. I'm not
1: going to lie.
0: I'm in the deep scene world because I feel like I hung out with a lot of scene, but I never felt this pressure to be vegan.
1: Oh yeah. It was my, I mean, it was really like, I felt so relative to that community. I mean, PETA Mm. would come out to the shows. So like they were there. So you were like music and that music mm-hmm. and um and so that's why i really resonated but i think that's another way i've been listening is like what does my body need right now because i've gone through so many health things where i've realized maybe just maybe through time of my body changing and the way food is made that even some of the stuff i think is healthy
0: mm-hmm. might actually
1: not be healthier working with my body anymore and if it's creating mm-hmm. inflammation, that's actually what leads to some cancers just as much as eliminating dairy is and I do eliminate dairy, I have sensitivities and things that I'm just like a hard no on just because I don't like it anymore. My body doesn't like it. But again, like now I'm eating eggs again, when I feel like it not every morning, because people eat eggs every morning, like it's like, mm. what do I need. what's my body craving? What do I desire? What will light me up? What will increase my vibration right
0: now? And I think that's been helping who knows maybe because will you explain why vice uh, that's the thing is it's so hard for me to feel or see myself eating bison you
1: know I know and that's so new to me so also I want to remind people that my mission in life and ever since I was a vegan wasn't to make everyone vegan It was no factory farms I want to eliminate abuse I want to eliminate ruining the earth through mass production if we were educated on how much meat we should be eating and where it really came from and what that looked like then people probably would choose veganism which is why we're now seeing beyond meat and all these impossible burgers and technically if we're looking at health not just mindset or lifestyle identity and even for the planet if we didn't have factory farming and people weren't pushed off their own farm in competition to the government everyone read eating animals you learn about factory farms and how the government actually controls all these small farms it's really dark but anyway so side note if that was gone yeah there'd be a whole lot of difference going on with their bodies and in terms of bison and like think of the natives and tribes that are still existent you know they're eating with passion they're caring for the animal and letting it live and roam free it's not creating stress hormones or releasing hormones that it knows it's gonna die because it's watching pigs know when they're gonna die because in the in the rows, when they're getting brought to slaughter, they start releasing a hormone and they're super emotional. They're more emotional than dogs
0: sometimes. It's oh my God, so you're shape shifting. <gasps> Wait, that was so crazy. Oh my God. You Whoa, start- what? You as a Native American. <gasps> so
1: oh, my weird. God. oh, I have chills. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, really? <laughs> oh my God, I have absolute <laughs> My head is tingling when you said that. Oh my- you were
0: a Native American dude. That's one of my guides that always comes through. So maybe that's Shut what is. up. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah, he's.
1: <laughs> okay, bye. Drop the mic. <laughs> yeah, one of my guides for sure is a Native American man. He's like a chief, almost like a grandfather. He's so cool. He's very stern and very like, he just looks at me. I'm like, what? God, I know. God, fine. And I like do the thing, you know, like he'll just be there. Just kind of like. And I'm like, all right. And I've like had major Native American experiences during ayahuasca, but to literally say the natives would kill with honor and respect and embrace and have gratitude towards that animal and its life. It wasn't just like mass production and like murder just because like, you know, for money, like it's just different. And I think with the bison, I, you know, with the research I've done, our shaman was like, she eats from the earth very high vibrational very sweet and loving but she even mentioned like bison if you're going to eat meat is one of the more high vibrational foods mostly because there's protections around them too from the natives and also because they are grass-fed and a lot of them mostly all of them are only um grass-fed and then some may receive some corn or something like the last month or two but they literally can't do what they do with cows and just give them corn um and they have protections around it so I feel like it's just healthier more high vibrational and in the last two months that's the only time I've introduced that before that I had not had red meat since I was 14 and 32 oh my gosh yeah so and I don't eat chicken I am very particular about certain fish but I only eat that you know when I feel like it's right and if it feels good and that's helped me a lot I felt my body change like I was saying to you earlier I've gotten a colonoscopy before because I was convinced something was really wrong with me and yeah. I would have grinding pain and irritation and you know and I going to the bathroom was mm-hmm. so painful and I was scared and uh, and then they were like I think you just have like sensitivities And I'm like Okay, no guidance, nothing, all of that, just to be told that you think I have sensitivities. Okay, (laughs) I'm starting to realize it's because I'm not listening to my body. I'm telling my body what it needs and what's right and what isn't right. And I think I need to let go of that identity and actually just say, hey, I want to live i want to have my body be healthy and strong and i don't give two shits what anyone else thinks honestly Mm -hmm. i'm going to be smart and wise with where my food comes from i'm going to do my best but if my body's craving bison and it makes me feel good Mm
0: -hmm. and i know
1: that animal was treated to the best of my ability or its ability then like who am i to say that animal didn't come here for that journey and that purpose no animal and no one should be abused That I don't like. I would never eat me again if there was
0: zero access to food that was for sure treated with kindness. You just reminded me of when I went on this shaman retreat, she had been vegan for so long as well. But then she introduced the spirit of the animal Mm -hmm. and the cycling of the animal's life, and that this soul is incarnated in this body to feed and help the human in fact it wants you to but the thing is in my mind people are probably aware that i can be pretty skeptical about things too because i'm quite i question everything yeah. you know so i was like yeah but what if that's not true but anyway with all of that being said she did say that they do have this cycle in their life she she really mentioned fish to be honest i don't she never mentioned chicken or bison or anything but she mentioned the cycle of fish the life cycle of fish even though that was a while ago I like pocketed that took it with a grain of salt you know <laughs> but yeah.
1: Yeah. when I drive by factory farms I like I get really emotional obviously uh, um, and I uh, just cry and I just say thank you so much because I still believe on a soul level they yeah. pick this because we need in some way to sh- they're picking that because as a society and as a species, we're still needing to learn something around this. There's still that greed. There's still that overconsumption. There's still that misinformation about nutrition. There's still just the consumerism coming into play. Um, environmental issues that are being faced or not faced. Like they also have a karmic purpose, and I, I thank them. I'm always not. I'm not just saying I feel bad for you. I now say, thank you. Thank you so much because you must be a little Ram Dass in there in order to take this life and find the beauty and still live. And I'm sure you actually are still finding joy. Like you can still see sometimes if you watch cows on factory farms, like some of them, like they're still able to find a sense of joy. And I think that is the most enlightenment you could ever see. It's like someone that you've seen a dog be abused its whole life and it still can find compassion and love for its new human or its puppies or an animal that it finds on the street. Like that's true enlightenment. And we should all be aware of that, that they're not actually judging humans. They're just like, it's just beautiful when you actually think about it on a spiritual level. And it's something that needs to exist because with the darkness, there must be the light and vice versa. And that's intense darkness that we see and don't like again. That's the collective shadow. There's something in that that we still haven't healed within ourselves or within the collective. And yeah. it's really beautiful that it's shining a light on it, and we're learning. I think it's it's important.
0: Mm. And maybe this is also something that meat eaters can get behind. To be honest, yeah, something it will be hard for big money to get behind. That's going to be the biggest thing to shift and awaken gonna be the hardest thing, but also plants, a lot of plant vegan foods are coming from these factories that are not, you know, helping the environment whatsoever. <laughs> with so it's very interesting. But at the same time, don't not eat. People become obsessive with all of this too. And that's also unhealthy because as someone who has been very extreme and try to be perfect in how I show up for the environment and for my body and blah 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 it also, at the same time, made me so ungrounded with being human and, you know, this earthly space. And so there's always a balance to find, but individually, if we can make small steps, I think that is huge for the grand scheme of the existence.
1: Thousand percent. And also like this may be a little woo-woo for people, but it's the truth. I feel everything's energy. So Mm -hmm. I think that also, if you look at people who are just high vibrational might be in more poverty ridden situations. You might think, Oh, they're definitely going to get cancer or something because they're stuck eating all this shit food. But if they're grateful for their food and they're increasing the vibration of their body and their cells as they eat, because they're just so grateful to fill their bellies and feed their children that day. I swear that you might find they're not going to get reactions from that food. And I think also with us, if we bless our food, even just saying, Thank you, food. I love you. Like, I literally put my hands over my food, especially bison, especially. Thank you so much for your journey. Thank you for everyone who treated them correctly. Like, I love you. I love you. Thank you. it mm-hmm. an honor. Like, may only the most benevolent energy come from this food into my body, creating benevolence in my cells. Like, mm-hmm. me and my boyfriend do that because we're like, a, the water is kind of crazy right now. The soil's not that great in Los Angeles anyway. So even if you're eating organic, there's still a lot of stuff going on in this world with are toxins and carcinogens and all these things. And the best we can do is to just keep our temple high vibrational because cells that are in a high vibrational state cannot like attract cancerous lower vibrational things. So I just feel... Like the more we can bless our body, bless our food, and like enhance what's going on in here and think the good thoughts as we eat, I swear to God, that alone is going to change the
0: world. Uh, We're always learning different lessons for our expansion. And so to have compassion for where you're at, given the narrative that you also know, but it's okay to perhaps see and accept the paradigm that you think is right. Perhaps there's more to it than what you see and know.
1: Oh, wow. I needed to hear that too. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Everything you said I needed to hear. So I freaking love you. And who thought we were going to talk about tarot do tarot but look at where we're at.
1: <laughs> I just shape- shape-shifted for you. So you're I'm awesome.
0: shape I'm like, what? <laughs> oh
1: god. I'm like, I shape-shift. Okay. Like that's why I say when like we just open up and let stuff flow through us like it's not you and I like it is but it's not like we're letting stuff come through without judgment and that's the true alignment and the true flow and that's flow it's just like let things come and go let money come and go let people come and go let places that you live come and go let mental constructs come and go Mm. let you know ideas about yourself let clothes let images let your hair get shorter and longer blonder and darker like why do we hold on to stuff and then still seek more? The universe is like, wait, I'm so confused. What do you want to hold on to everything? Or do you want to let it go? Wait, you don't want to let it go. That's scary. Okay. So I'll give you, oh, you don't want to receive what I have to give you. Okay. I'm lost. (laughs) Like, Hello. Like be more clear with your intentions and be aware that if you just flow and be the river, like it doesn't matter. I say this to my people during meditation, like you, have you ever watched a river get freaked out by a rock being in its way? No, because they just goes around the rock and the rock actually becomes smoother and softer and works with the river over time because they're working together it's like a river's not a scared not scared to flow into a waterfall because it's still one it's still the river it's
0: still the waterfall like what's the difference <laughs> amen amen Brittany. i freaking love you did you want to do a really short rapid fire yes okay okay coffee or tea Ooh, coffee. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sage or up. Palo Santo. Ooh. All right. I know it has to be rapid
1: fire. I always go with Sage first, but I love the way Palo Santo smells and it's so soothing. Yeah. But, I, but I think sage is I have to go with Sage.
0: Now this one, I would say early bird or night owl, but instead I'm gonna say early hawk or night hawk. Ooh, I gravitate. I love my
1: mornings. It shifts. It shifts. Right now, loving my mornings. Love the early hawk.
0: Love the early hawk right now. I love the early hawk. How about your favorite breakfast? I've been fasting a lot. Yeah. So I do Bulletproof
1: Coffee when I'm like, ooh, breakfast. I love just eggs, avocado, spinach, oranges.
0: Very simple. We have an orange tree here. <gasps> The best, juiciest oranges. The soil is so rich. It's just the best, juiciest oranges I've ever tried in my entire life. I'm in love. What are your... Okay, so we talked about this, but I'm just curious here. Do you know your sun, moon, and rising? Okay, so Cancer, sun, Leo, moon, sag. <laughs> I put you off.
1: <laughs> Woo, it's like the old days. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one to just flip someone off and be like, "Oh, I'm no, sorry." I, well, <laughs> shifting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. So you're cancer, cancer sun.
0: sun, and then a Leo moon, mm-hmm. and a Sag rising. Yes. So, wow. Okay. And then, do you know your midheaven or north node? I pulled it up. Okay. Before. Good. I'm so curious.
1: Let's
0: see, north node is 26 degrees in Aquarius. I'm also Aquarius North Node. Okay, now Midheaven. Your MC. That Midheaven is like I think I, it, I have this.
1: Like I'm my friend wrote this out for me, so I have no clue. Yeah, I need to I need to get like a full
0: astrology reading and like how would you advise your own magic listeners to create their own magic? Ooh. Mm. Listen,
1: receive, believe.
0: And then dance the fuck out of it. Yes, dancing has been my savior lately. Not even yoga in this season of my life. It had been for years. But lately, it's dancing. Same, embracing your body. Oh, yes. Your goddess self, your- All your curves, your uniqueness. Yes, yes. and
1: And moving that energy, literally like deer, when they get spooked, they go into the desert and they shake. And so many, we're the only mammals that don't shake it off. Like literally, that's why breath work and that's why everything we're trying to replicate and release, but like go into the shower and just literally like,
0: woo Taylor <laughs> knew
1: what she was talking about. Literally, shake it <laughs> off. And just and have fun and don't judge yourself. Like we're so used to dancing to be seen or to attract yeah. someone or to be, yeah. you know, liked in that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it's tough and you're like I hate this right now it's just like <laughs> and it just like even stretch and just like you know and they say you're divine feminine like all that Shakti energy like at the root if you can just mm-hmm. move and just like feel yeah. yourself in a second it's like whoo it just comes Ooh. to life yeah
0: hello one million percent one million percent everyone check out Brittany you know her Instagram now brittyscent xo that's right Brittany Set, Britty, B-R-I-T-T-Y. That's how you spell it. Brittany sent X-O, on all social media, right? Instagram, yep. Twitter? Yep. YouTube. All of it. Yeah, really? got it all. Wow. Yeah. And also listen to her podcast, Think Outside. You can watch some of it of ours on her Instagram and then listen to the full episode on wherever you listen to podcasts, I assume. Yep. All of them. There's so many.
1: I had no idea. They're all there. They're all there.
0: In- <laughs> I
1: love you so much. I love you. Thank you so much. It's such a blessing. Your community is so beautiful. And I'm so grateful that I'm finally on. It's honestly been a big goal of mine. So you've really, really, yeah, like this uh, is a big one. (laughs)
0: Manifest. And I've always wanted to have a friend on who's, I mean, I've had one friend on who's known me for a long time. So I believe you might be my second one. I'm trying to think if there is. well, I mean, aside from like a couple, like Sid vishita christina and now i am honored (laughs) yomis that is a wrap that is a wrap for this episode i hope that something spoke deeply to you expanded you in some way please let me know if so you can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group. Especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through and there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much, and have a magical rest of your day.